Oh, this is a big one. Okay, let's begin, everyone. It's fine. It's good. Thank you. Let's begin, everyone. Let's begin another day, Baruch Hashem. Thank you, Hashem, for another day. Another day that we're alive. Another day that we're able to be positive. Another day that we're able to work on ourselves. Another day that we're able to see the good in other people. Another day that we can search for the good within ourselves. And like we always mention, searching for the good in ourselves and searching for the good in other people is something that you have to work on. It's not something that, that comes natural. It's not something that, that uh, is right in front of us. If it was right in front of us, we wouldn't have to search for it. In order to find something, it's because it's not there, and I have to go and find it. If it were there, I wouldn't have to go look for it. So anything positive that I want to see in other people or myself is something that I have to, or if I want to see that good, I got to work for it, I got to look for it, which means that it's not there. So there's nothing to get frustrated if you don't see the positive. It just means that now you can decide to find the positive. So we start on day 15 in um, purity of speech as the um, Chavetz Chaim teaches us and like we say many times that that's the reason we're learning purity of speech is every day to remind ourselves to not speak Lashon Hara, to only say good things or if I have nothing good to say, don't say any, do not say anything and my speech is an outgrowth of my thoughts and that the more I can learn to judge people positively and I could search to judge them positively. So therefore, my speech and my relationships with, with people will be positive and loving. Okay, let's start with the halachan practice. Talking negatively about a respected person talking negatively about a Rebbe or a teacher. We spoke about this yesterday a little bit. A person is not allowed to talk about their children's teachers. This can occur many times when uh, you go to a function, a school function. So what do you say to our daughter's teacher? I think she is so incompetent, right? A lot of people like to talk negative about, right? My son said the Rebbe is so boring lately. Now, obviously, like he says, legitimate concerns that are affecting the welfare of the child can be expressed directly to the teacher or to the Rebbe. And of course, this can be done in a pleasant, respectful manner. The problem is, is that when people talk to the wrong people about the problem. So if you're having a problem with somebody, you could speak to the person themselves. What people usually do, and Mr. Shem, you'll see this with your children, that's a very dangerous thing to do when your child will come home and say, okay, my teacher's like this, this, and this. So obviously you have to look into it. If you have a problem, if your child is having a problem with the teacher, or you're having a problem, you have to look into it. You have to make sure sometimes you could have a teacher who could be problematic. But a lot of times it could be, right, like Morty said, uh, you know, yesterday so, um, you know, incredibly, is that a lot of times it could be that, that it's not a good shidduch. It could be. It's not just working out well, and your child knows. I know many times... My children will come in, especially in the beginning, right, not, not Avram, you know, but Pliyan Hara, right, you can have, uh, you know, uh, 
other, you know, places where someone will come in, you know, a child will come in and say, okay, right, I had this this year already with one of my children. Came in the beginning of the school, I don't like this teacher. So what do you do? So the first thing you could do is you could have a conversation. What does that mean? What don't you like about the teacher? And you try and help the child as opposed to be like, right, what's the line that we, we could say? I don't like the teacher. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure she's this. Yeah, I know. And that school, they don't have good teachers. Yeah, what are you going to say? Really? Really? I'll call and get them fired, right. Don't worry. Oh, yeah, I know that school. Oh, and you talk. If you talk in front of your children about, oh, yeah, that school hires the worst teacher. So all you're doing is you're teaching your child two things. I mean, you're teaching your child a lot of things. You're teaching your child to be a victim. That's number one. So that means, yes, your life will be miserable the entire year because of this teacher. So this teacher will ruin your year. And number two is you're, teacher, you're teaching your child to speak Lashon Hara. Because what you're saying is, yeah, 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 let's, <laughs> let's, let's you know, make a whole thing against the teachers. Now, I want to say very clearly, yes, if your child is, in a te- is with a teacher that the teacher is hurting your child, whether emotionally, whatever it might be, then you have an achrayas to take your child out of that class and take them out of that school if you have a problem. But to talk Lashon Hara about the school... What are you doing by talking to about the school? What are you doing by talking to about the teacher? If you know that this teacher is not good for your child and you investigate it and it's not healthy for your child, then do something about it. Do something about it. Yes. 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 That what? Correct. So, they, so work with them. I, I, what do, I'll tell you what I tell them. Let me hear about it. That must be so hard for you. That must be so hard for you that you don't like the teacher. What don't you like about the teacher? Is, are there any good things about the teacher? Could you try tomorrow to see the good in the teacher? Is it the subject that maybe you're not doing so well? Maybe you don't understand the subject so well and you're not motivated in the subject, so what do you do? You blame the teacher so you don't have to motivate yourself and think, let's work on it. Should we get you a tutor? Maybe we've got you a tutor to strengthen you in that subject. You start liking the teacher, which a lot of times it happens. That's what I would do. Obviously, you know, I can't, there's no one answer for everything, but yeah, of course you validate and you accept and you talk to the child about it. But the point is, I could also say, a person could also say, yeah, I don't like my this and this teacher. Yeah, I know, that school stinks. They don't know how to hire teachers. I know. Eh, just breathe it through, whatever it is. You know what I mean? And you hop on the bandwagon. It's terrible. And you know what you're doing when you're working with your child for that? People think you do that for a 10-year-old child. Oh, working through things. Oh, right? Working through, through, through a child. What's the, what, what, you're teaching a child as young to start working problems out. Not just shutting things off and saying, oh, that's a problem, I'm done. Work with it. Work with it. And then if you find out that it's not a good shidduch, and it's not going well, good. Then you could talk to the principal, you talk to the teacher, and you could switch the class. Or you could switch to this, or whatever. You know? Or sometimes, I've said this to my children sometimes, I say, sometimes you're not going to have the best teacher, and that's okay. You've got to find the good and work it through, as long as it's not hurting them in the long run, and that, you, you know, you have to be sensitive. You have to be sensitive. I've pulled out a, a child, two of my children from schools that I wanted them to be in. I wanted them to be in. But I pulled them out because I saw that the school was not 
good for them. I'm not blaming the school. The school was not good for them. I didn't think that it was being being good good for them. So, but that didn't happen after one day of complaints. You know, you work things through. Yeah, makes sense, Yisrael. Okay, yeah. Listen, that's what principals do. I'm saying you talk. It's hard to talk theoretical. You talk to the principal. How could you help? My wife's much better at that than I am. I stay away from that stuff. I'm being serious. You have to be involved. You have to be involved with your children. You have to be involved with their education. You have to be involved with what's good for them. You have to be involved with what their teachers are doing. You have to be involved. And if you see that, listen, I don't have to tell you guys. You could have a teacher ruin your, your whole career. You have one bad teacher for a whole year. You sit in the classroom for a whole year, and a teacher's picking on you. A teacher's making you miserable, right? That could destroy, destroy someone. You have to be very, very careful with that. But at the same time, you also have to work, work things through. You can't be afraid to, to get involved, either to pull your child out or to have your child speak to somebody, whatever it is. That's already, we're not holding by this now. Mir Tashem will hold in, in 10 years. We'll be sitting right with some Karaba. will be part of the, he'll help us. Hopefully, you'll have to move, whatever. We'll figure it out. Give me a bracha. Oh, yeah, yeah. A bracha. It's a bracha for us. It's not a bracha for you. Bracha there, Simcha Rabba will... Uh, will uh, help us with the chinuch of our children and, and teach us how to, you know, be involved with you guys and being machanach your children, to love them, to know how to deal with them, to know how to deal with the schools, to know how to deal with everything. It's very complex. People think you're complex. You, you guys think your life is complex now. Your life is not complex now. Your life is uh, simple now. This is the time to, to prepare. Haskein atzmacha. Yes, Ari. Um, if someone asks you, let's say, uh, a certain school, oh, should I send my son to this type yeah, of school? Yeah, we said that. And you know this, this school, there, there could be some dangers right, there. Right, right, right. We said this yesterday about what you're allowed to say. It's, it's hard. So you can't have, yeah, it's, it's complex. It's very complex. You can't have anger at the school. You can't this. You can't be saying it's Lashon Hara. It could be it's good for them in the school. It's hard. It's challenging. You can say, I personally... Didn't have, like Morty said yesterday, I personally didn't have such good experiences, but maybe that was me. <coughs> Could be I wasn't the best student, right? If, if you're an A student all around, and, and, and then you have, a much, you, have a much, you have much more ammunition when you're doing well in school to, to complain about a teacher. An A student can complain about a teacher, right? More valid than a, than a D student. It doesn't mean the D student is not right, but it just means... You know, you could say, this school was not good for me, that's all. I, but, but it's very different. It's also people get very clear if you're telling Lashon Hara because you're angry or you're just saying, listen, you know, it could be a great school. It wasn't, wasn't the best for me, I didn't, right? As opposed to, oh, that school stinks. They're all X, Y, and, you know, which obviously, like we said yesterday, there's a lot of pain and trauma that guys have from their elementary schools and their high schools. Right, correct. So you could say that. You could say that. I, it, was, it was certain things that... Good, so you could say that. Again, it's all how you say it. If you say it like, listen, I had some very not good ex- experiences there, you know, that's what I could say. I don't, you could say, I don't want to speak Lashonara. I don't want to say negative about the school. I didn't have the best experience, but I'm sure there are other people. You could ask other people. You could say something like that. Ask Dovi. Um, right. Who said that? Yeah. We'll say that. Remind me after that. Sorry. Is that, uh, is that, is that a good 
That's one. That's the same thing. That's not for now. You're not married or a parent, but that's the same thing. A good person is a good parent. That's a sick uh, yeah. answer. <laughs> that's the truth. Yeah. You can't be a good. You can't be not a good person and, and a good parent. Not a, okay. Obviously, there's more to talk about as a parent. This isn't a parenting class right now. We just happen to be talking about what. <laughs> course. The speaking legend makes you a pot, what, what, what won't it? It'll make you a, right? Everything. Everything. You're a positive person. You don't speak Lashon Hara, you're the man. You're the man. A guy doesn't talk, if you know that somebody who's not going to ever talk Lashon Hara, I love that guy. Who doesn't love that guy? Everyone, it's, a, it's an honor to have Avram Yitzchak. He's gonna stop. He's gonna stop coming back when we're giving him uh, so much attention just to come back. What did you spend? What did you do this last week? I worked. You worked. This guy. I saw this guy by Shachas. He was. He was in. I don't even know what it is. Shimon can tell. You guys can say what. What, what they call it? Shlomo Zalman can say what Shetach is. Shetach's not a party, right? All day, all week. Well, you slept a lot. You ate a lot. You chilled a lot. Played Fortnite. No. You did Fortnite. You didn't play Fortnite. <laughs> and what did he do? So what did he say? So that Stamazai is incredible. And what and what Aliyah and what Aliyah did he get this morning? I was like, Hashem, only Hashem can do this. I'm like, I love Hashem. This is why I love it. It's one of the billion reasons why I love Hashem. What bracha did he make on the Torah? What did Hashem give him, right? To make a bracha on Parsha's Kisavo, Haya Kitavo El Aretz. What did he say? Uvarech es amcha es Yisrael ves hadama asher nasata lanu. Did you spend time on the adama this week? Yep. He spent time on the ground. That's what he's blessing on the ground. Like they say, Mr. Shem, you'll see Shvius is coming up. They say the Panavisharov would kiss the ground in Eretz Yisrael and say, Good Shabbos. He kissed the ground, said, Good Shabbos on Shemitah. The ground of Eretz Yisrael has Kedusha. So his bracha, he slept on the ground, Kedusha, right? That's the bracha he got today, and the guy comes for Shachris. I'm telling you myself, I, maybe I, I'm not supposed to say this publicly, but it's okay, I could, I, I'm allowed to say, I mean, not allowed to, I'm going to say it publicly. I'm telling you, if I was in his situation, in the army, Shetach, I guarantee you I'd be sleeping till 1 o'clock in the afternoon today. Because the day that I get back, I'd be wiped, I'd sleep. I'd sleep because I'd say, uh, but this guy, right? right? This guy's up for Shachris the morning after Shetach. Thank you. Thank you for the inspiration. Okay. What were we in the middle of? Uh, uh, I, I interrupted. Dovi, we were good? We're good. We're good? We're good? Oh, pizza store, yeah. So just on Ari's, just on Ari's question about you have a bad experience in school, and this guy has, and someone asks you, what's your experience? So Rabbi Berg told, oh, there he is. Look at Minas Shemayim. I didn't, I didn't Tell us the story, Mamish. Last year, I've told this story to so many people. The pizza shop. The pizza shop where you didn't like the pizza. Oh. Very well. Uh, we're talking like before you even start working on things and things 
dollars in his bank account. And he was married to Israel, and he told me that, so I'm going to say this very properly, there was a, I should go the other way, really. There was, at one time I was in, I was in Yushalayim and I was hungry, and I had a few shalom, and I saw, and I saw pizza shops, I went to get some pizza, and, and it was, it was, it was, it was, it was unfortunately, it was a very, very, not such a positive experience as, you know, other pizza shops would be, it was not so good, I had a, I had a, I did it. Did a number on me. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to forget about it. Um, uh, I had an A, one about that. Anyways, now, this guy told me that he, I, I was talking to him, he's like, I'm like, what do you think? He's like, I found the most, I really just, me and my wife eat pizza all day. We eat pizza all day. I'm like, you eat pizza all day? He's like, yeah, we found the most amazing pizza shop. I'm like, really? Which one? And it was that, it was that nasty, Fake cheese, you know, fake, fake flour. I don't know what they put in that thing, you know, chemical people and that. And he loved it, and he loved that pizza, yeah. And he loved that pizza. Right. So that was a riot. So, so the reason I'm saying that is that when Rabbi Berg said that, when Rabbi Berg said that last year, when Rabbi Berg said that last year, we were talking about what do you do? I went to this restaurant and it was terrible. So, oh, it's a mitzvah. Everyone, everyone becomes a big tzaddik. Now it's a mitzvah <laughs> to go ahead and tell all my friends that I'm such a big tzaddik to save them for their seven shekel, you know, or the ten shekel. Suddenly you're so, you know, you know uh, careful with the money of your friends to save them from that. So Rabbi Berg said, well, it's not even true. It's not even true. You cannot like this restaurant. You cannot like this, right? It's not, not everyone's zocha to have Sam's Smokehouse, right? That everyone loves Sam's Smokehouse. It's too easy, Shlomo Zalman. What? Of course, obviously I come on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, Thursday and Sunday. You know what? It's good. It's worth it. It's good for us. It's good for us. If it's open for so long, then for sure somebody likes it. Right, right. But no, but the is the reason we were saying this is Ari was asking as far as thank you, Morty. Thank you again, Morty. Right? Ari was asking with school, so it could be the same thing. Now, of course, it doesn't mean you have to let people suffer and you can't talk to people and say, you know what, I really went through a bad experience, it's fine. But in but, but, tam in which means that different people might like different things, both from a restaurant perspective, but here we're talking about school. Obviously, school is more important than a restaurant, and the care of your children is more important than the care of your stomach. But the pshat is that you have to be careful. Yeah, Shlaim. We're talking about schools a second ago. So yeah. I'd like to say something. Uh, you know, I went through the system, yeah, I went to these kind of schools. I was always upset. What's wrong with me that I'm in the. Why can't. What's the problem with me in these schools? Why doesn't it work out? And I got older, so I'm realizing those schools aren't the problem. I was just in the wrong school. I'm okay. I'm just in the wrong place. Because now I don't have so much hate on these schools. Wow. Beautiful, beautiful. That's very good. I like that a lot. That's beautiful. Very good perspective. Beautiful. Thank you, Shlaimi. Yes, Rabzat. <coughs> are, are you allowed? I'm checking out with the other people. What? You know you can find a exaggeration type. Of course. Of course. Why not? Again, if you're doing it for the constructive purpose, you're doing it for the good reason, you're talking to parents, what's your experience? Everybody knows, guys, we all know this. Everybody knows when you're having a conversation. Is my conversation to bring negativity and to push things down, or is the conversation to grow and for good reasons? 
And that goes with talking to somebody also. If a person has issues, we've spoken about this, it's in the Hilchus Lashon Hara. If somebody has issues with his parents or issues with a person, there's 100% mutter to speak to somebody about it, even if it's a friend of yours. If your purpose is, I know that I, like Shlomi says, I know that I want to work on myself. I know that I, that I want to be machabed, my father, my mother more. I want to become a better person. And in order sometimes to do that, you have to talk things out. Daiga sichena. Right? That's the, the, we need to talk things out. But everyone knows if you're sitting around and you're just throwing around negative energy and you're talking to parents, oh, do you also, does your, right, you go over to a parent, does your child also <laughs> eat that teacher? Why do you have to start like that? Sort off. My son's in a class, my daughter's in a class. I'm just wondering what your perspective is. Is it the teacher? Is everything okay? How can we, right? It's all, you have to, you have to, you have to use your seichel. Yes. Good question, um, Zev. Yes. So, first of all, Yes. I got mad pumped before. Yes. An answer about if you're right, if your father or the person is the same thing. And right. Reminds me of, of Rabbi's other line that that's not a good wife equals a good life. It's a good life equals a good wife. Say that again. I like that. Yes. Say that again. That it's not that a good wife equals a good life. It's that a good life will equal a good wife. Beautiful. Uh, right. Yes. True. Very true. And, and, and secondly, you know, just same lines of this awesome trip that I'm having right now as we speak right here in this moment is that it's like uh, it's like always crazy that my understanding of someone who's like doing well in life successful right. is you know something having to do with money or Correct. things that I see Correct. like now I'm just like picturing life where like I'm actually like dealing with things and the people who I know who are out there who like completely connect everything back to themselves and like they man up and like they and they actually deal with things and right. working in. Right. Like yo, that is success. Right, exactly. So Beautiful. Yeah, Hashem should help all of us. We should all be Zoha as we learn this every day and we have to chazer every day and we have to remind ourselves every day how important it is to as Yehuda just said that it's so important to realize that everything flows from me. Everything f- flows from myself. Like we said with the orange, when you squeeze an orange, you get orange juice. When you squeeze something that is positive, you will get positivity. When you squeeze something that's negative, it will squeeze out negativity. So if you're giving negativity, then that means you're negative. If you're giving positivity, it means you're positive. If somebody around you, the energy is negative, that means that person himself has negativity within him. That's the mitzorah is motzirah. So Hashem should help all of us not to speak any Lashon especially we said during Elul, Rosh Hashanah, let's start off a year. Imagine if we could have a year not seeing, and again, I'm going to say it again, to see the good in somebody else means you have to search for it. You have to work on it. Don't expect naturally because oh we talk about it every day so I'm going to walk around and everyone I'm going to look at is a big tzaddik it doesn't work like that you have to work at it there might be a guy who bothers you there might be somebody who bothers you there might be something that's challenging so look try and timtzat atov the tzaddikim say find the good in order to find something you have to search for it so Hashem should help us continue to search for the good in others, to search for the good in ourselves, to search for the good in all the Jewish people, every Jew, especially in Eretz Yisrael, where you walk around and there's so many Jews and there's this Jew like this, and this one like this, and this one like that, and this one looks like this. They're all good. 
Everybody's good. You might not be able to see it, so go find it. Go find the good in Kiryat Sefer. Find the good in Tel Aviv. Find the good in Eilat. Find, okay, Suffolk, Eretz Yisrael, Suffolk, not. You could still find the good over there also. Right? Find the good in Bnei Brak. Find the good in every Jew, wherever they are. It's very easy to say, oh, those Jews I like. You know what? Because you didn't have to work hard to like them because they're just like you. It's the Jew that's not like you. It's the Jew that doesn't act like you. It's the Jew that doesn't look like you. That's the Jew that you got to work on. The guy who agrees with you, you don't have to work on liking him because you don't like him. You like yourself, and you're happy that he agrees with you. That's, that's all. It's not that you like him. He just validates you. But when someone invalidates you, and someone's like, whoa, 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 his hashkafas are different than my hashkafas, then that, might, that means there might be something wrong with me. So I got to make him wrong, so then I'm right. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Find the good in him. You don't have to change his hashkafas. You don't have to change. First of all, you're not going to change his hashkafas. Secondly, you don't have to change his hashkafas. All you have to do is find the good in him. Find the good in him. And that's it. Hashem should help all of us to continue to work and to continue to learn Hilchas Lashon Hara. That's all we can do is to learn the halachas every day as the Chavetz Chaim promises us that we, and we have emuna that, it's that, that, that through us learning the, the Hilchas Lashon Hara, through us learning, someone told me yesterday, I was so honored that I got this message from someone in America who listens to the shiurim. I'm telling you, I was like, I was like so humble where he told me he visited someone recently, a hundred-year-old man from the hospital, and he just left me a message just to tell me, I just want you to know this man was in Vilna, he was a hundred years old, and he said he met the Chavetz Chaim. And he says, he called, he left me a message Rabbi Fisher, I just want to tell you that I met a man who saw the Chavetz Chaim. And I was like, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, someone thinks of me when they think of the Chavetz Chaim. Baruch Hashem, they think of our yeshiva. Seriously. Baruch Hashem, they think, yeah. When they think, when they think of the Chavetz Chaim, Chavetz Chaim, learning Hilchus Lashon Hara. If there's one thing I could say, if there's one thing I could say that, that we can accomplish in this yeshiva, besides being dovi, as you were saying, besides being a good person, which will equal being a good husband. And what's included in that is not talking Lashon Hara. If we can accomplish one thing, is that for the rest of our lives, every person in this yeshiva will make sure that they learn Hilchus Lashon Hara every day. I'm the happiest man in the world, I, you know, just put that one on my tombstone. We learn Lashon Hara every day. That's it. That's all. That's all I... That's all I... Halavai. Halavai. Okay. Should all be zochet to that. Us and all the Jewish people. Okay, we left off yesterday. Again, let, let, I, I want to do the five foundations of Judaism based on the Ramchal very simply because next week as we're Erev Rosh Hashanah, a week before, I really want to go into the first parak mode. So I really want to just um, speak out, and this is very important for all those who are writing. It's very important to just get the five yesodos that's based on the Pasuk of is how to be a good Jew, how to be a successful Jew. How to be a successful Jew, how to be a Jew who is living the life of a real Jew. Nothing to do with Mishpacha magazine, nothing to do with Yeshiva World News, nothing to do with whatever the media and the culture is going to tell you how to be a Jew. 
but rather let's learn how to be a Jew from the Mesils Yisharim. And the Mesils Yisharim tells us there are five ways Yehudam starting from Yira, which we spoke about yesterday, and then we're going Halicha Bedrachav. Yira, which we spoke a little bit about this morning, is when you're davening and when you're learning. Let's start with that. And that is, what is my relationship with Hashem? Your first pillar of foundation of Judaism is my relationship with Hashem. Doesn't matter if you're working, doesn't matter if you're learning, doesn't matter if you wear a white shirt, a black shirt, a blue shirt, a, a, a big yarmulke, a little yarmulke, a, a short t-shirt, makes no difference. It's your relationship with Hashem. That's foundation number one. What is my relationship with Hashem? Where is Hashem in my life? That's number one. Obviously, you're davening. It's not just about saying the words. You're learning. It's not just about saying the words. As the rugged shover says, when I daven, I talk to Hashem. When I learn Torah, Hashem is talking to me. So either way you slice it, you're in a relationship with Hashem when you're davening, when you're learning. And even when you're walking around, you make a bracha, baruch Hashem, you can make the bracha. But do you think about Hashem? You go ahead, you're walking around, you're going to sleep. Do you talk to Hashem? You wake up in the morning, thank you, Hashem. Do you have a relationship? And no one can tell you whether or not you have a relationship. You will know where your relationship is. As the Kutzker Rebbe says, where is Hashem? Hashem is wherever you let Him in. Foundation number one, let Hashem in your life. Let Hashem in your life. Bring Hashem in your life, which takes work like every relationship takes work. Foundation number one. Question, comments on that foundation, clarifications on that foundation. Rabsim Kharaba, what do you add? It's, I mean, it's, it's, ama- it's, it's amazing how um, I could like learn Gemara's that literally say this, but it takes hearing it from you in English. Like, as you're saying, the Gemara Bracha says, learn with all of your heart. Right. Exactly. It says those words. Correct. So, like, yeah. I even have it written down in my notebook. Right. Like, right. When you say that, it's like. Right, wow. right, like, right. Gotta, gotta get right, yeah, beautiful, yes, Rebzev. I think it's just, you know, you talk to someone, he's sitting there. Right. But he's not aware. He's not right. here. He's right. not here. He's not here. Right. Same thing is like when you're doubting and learning, you have to be aware. Really of what you're doing, just like you could talk to someone, listen to someone, you're not really there, you're not present. To try and be present, yes, very good. Dovi. What exactly is all? We didn't say all, no one said all yet. I don't know what all. We haven't, we didn't use the word all. I said relationship. You used the word all, I, didn't, I don't know what all means. All means, I don't know what. trying to figure out what's happening. Relationship. Look up in the dictionary the word relationship. The relationship with your wife, relationship with your children, relationship with somebody, that's a relationship with Hashem. Okay? You're in, you're in, uh, you're in, uh, no, 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 I'm, saying, I'm, I'm saying that on purpose. I'm not saying all. I'm not saying the word all, I'm saying relationship. I can explain what I'm saying as we're going to learn over the year why I'm using that term, but that's really what year at the end of the day is going to be is Malushan Ri'iya. You see Hashem, the Ramchal. I got it from the Ramchal. You have something that's real. He actually says like a friend. I've quoted this to you before. He actually says the words. In, in the beginning when he's describing Yira in Hasidus, he says that it means like your friend. 
It's the biggest pellet to me. It's the biggest. You remember that, Rabbi? He says you have to look at Anila Dodi. Hello, for crying out loud. Anila Dodi Vidodi Li. Doesn't say Anila Melech Va Melech Li. It's a good kasha. You know what I'm talking about, though? Elul means Anila Dodi Vidodi Li. Rosh Hashanah, it should be Anila Melech. And the Melech is for me. That's not what it says. He's my beloved. He's my buddy. He's my best friend. It's my relationship. Hashem. This week's parsha, Kiseitze, says it's a Gemara in Sanhedrin. We are twins with Hashem. What a twin is? A twin is somebody. They have these experiments where twins. This guy has a headache in California, and his twin has a headache in Australia because the twins have some uh, what's it called Tele- telepathic. They have some type of connection that says, we're twins with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Hashem is happy, I'm happy. I'm happy, Hashem's happy. I'm sad, Hashem is sad. I'm a, it's a relationship. Exactly. Okay, that's number one. That's foundation number one. Number two. Shimon, you had something? Nope. Number two. Ha'halicha bedracha. So now if somebody wants to know what Judaism is, right? don't assume that you know what Judaism is. Either learn Derech Hashem at least once with the footnotes, or twice or three times, and then you can talk about Judaism. And it's written by the Ramchal, the same thing, some Sils Sharm. So let's learn about Judaism. Number two in Judaism. So the first concept of Judaism is my relationship with Hashem. Pillar number one. Pillar number two is what? Like this. Says the Ramchal, Midos. Yosher Amidos. Mahu Rachum, Af Rachum. Hashem has mercy, you have mercy. Hashem is a giver, you're a giver. Hashem acts like this, you act like that. Which means the purpose of a Jew is to be like Hashem. And he says, That you're acting straight, you're acting honest, you're working on yourself. I love this, that he quotes this. He quotes the Mishnah of Yergelvis. Kol shahid teferes le'oseha v'teferes lo mena adam. Which means what? Rav Simcha what does that mean? Kol shahid teferes lo'oseha means the one who's doing it is actually pleasantly doing it. You're doing it with a flow. You're doing your thing. And people like what you're doing. There's good energy, you have good energy, the people around you. That's called being a pleasant person. If you ain't a pleasant person, you're missing a foundation of Judaism. If you're not, if you don't have good midos, you're missing a foundation of Judaism. If you don't say good morning to the bus driver, even... Even, I'm going to say the craziest thing in the world, even if he is a Arab, you could still say thank you, and you could still say good morning. And you could say thank you so much. Kolshkain, for sure, for sure, if it's a Yid, right, for sure, if it's a Jew, because you're being mechazic a Jew, you're strengthening a Jew, but any person, that's called a Jew. A Jew is nice. A Jew smells good, not just from acts. A Jew smells good from his midos tovos. Acts, very good. A Jew smells good from the way he is. Says the Ramchal, 
He says, Kol I, I never understood. Yehuda, look at what he says. He says, Kol HaHoylech El HaTachas HaTava Dahainu. What is the Toladita? What's the result? Why does he say this? I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Chizuk HaToyra. Strengthen it. He doesn't say Limit HaToyra. Chizuk HaToyra. Chizuk HaToyra. You're strengthening Torah. You're strengthening Torah. And what? And you're being Mesakein brotherliness. Brotherly love. You're loving people more. What? Well, that's your purpose. Your purpose is bring more love. Bring more achtas. What is my Torah doing? Is my Torah pushing people away? Like I've said this many times. You come down to the dorm after a good way of learning, a good day of learning. You come down to the door. Oy, 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 Rachmanus on him. No, no, no. Rachmanus on you. Rachmanus on you that your Torah is making you more negative. Rachmanus on you. Now, is it a natural thing that the Torah can sometimes make a person uptight? Yeah. It's also a natural thing to talk Lashon Hara. So you have to work on yourself. It's also a natural thing to have taivas. So you don't give in to it. What does a person have to do? He has to take himself seriously and take his life seriously and say, am I a Jew? So what's my relationship with Hashem? And number two, how do I act? Do I smell good? Am I giving over positive energy? Do I have good midos? That's number two. Who had their hand up? Oh, um, so I sent um, hello to a bus driver, and he, he, was, he, was, he was one of our cousins, not a Jew. Right. So somebody gave me a muster, and he said, like, why'd you say hello to him? So oh. I told him. So I, told him, him. I, told him I said, I, I, I really, like, I have no choice. The Mishnah Perkeva says, Magdim Shalom. No, I'm sorry. Have a Mechabos called? No, Brachas. Oh, Magdim. Magdim Shalom Mechal Adam. Right. So I thought, like, that's it, KO. Right, oh, yeah, okay. right. Yeah, right. No, no. So he brings... He, told me, he said, yeah, but not the way that you did it. Right. So I was like, wow, like, I must be something special. Like, I must be saying it, like... Right. I'm like giving a real Beautiful. shot. You know, like, Beautiful. So Beautiful. A great, a great Beautiful. Beautiful. Exactly. Beautiful. Shkaifer. <laughs> Beautiful. 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 Beautiful story. Okay, number three. Yes, Yehuda. Uh, I just want to point out that Rebbe had also said in the past that it's crazy how when it's talking about me fixing my midos, that it then also puts in that the whole topic of that is for the world, so that you see that this is a source for me to change the world. Oh, wow, I like that. Wow. Thank you. I like that. I like you. Yeah, very good. You don't have to call Gandhi anymore. Very good. Very good. He said that from his notes. First of all, stop. That he has notes from what I said. That could be from... Yehuda's quoting from what I said a few years ago, possibly, about this. I said that you see that when he's talking about your midos, it then ends up um, affecting other people. So it's a raya to be the change you want to see in the world, which means it starts over here. If I have good midos, part of that is, and the extension of that is for other people. Beautiful. Thank you. That's the only way you're going to affect other people is by your good midos. Beautiful. Well said. Okay, number three. Everybody with me? Number three. Third pillar of Judaism. Third foundation of being a Jew. So number one is a relationship. Number two is love, working on yourself, having good midos, ma'u flowing. Obviously, we're going to go into all of these in detail. The entire Sefer will break down all of this. Yes. The second one is Halicha Bedrachav. Halicha Bedrachav. 
you see in the Mesil Sharm, it's, it's, it's right there. I'm going in the ways of Hashem. I'm going in the ways of Hashem. Number three. Number three in this base on the Pasuk. Number three, oh, we'll actually probably have to just stop over here, is Ahava. Ahava, which is, she had Nikba Beleva Adam, Ahava love Yisbarach, that you want to do good for Hashem, Kamoshalibo, like you naturally want to do for the people you love, and you're upset, and you're upset when there is no love for Hashem. And Rab Simcha Rabbah got his name in the Sefer. The Yismach Simcha Rabbah Basoisoi Tavarzeh. And you'll actually be very happy doing it. So let's just end off with this because I see we're not going to have time on Sunday, Amir Tashem. We'll end off the two and hopefully we'll be able to start the Rizchek, uh, but I guess whatever we'll do. We're, we're, going as, we're doing it as best as we can. The third pillar is a power pillar. They're all powerful. The third pillar is love. Now, it's hard to even say the word love because, because love is not what we think love is. In Hebrew, the word ahava means to give. Children don't love their parents as much as parents love their children. One of the simple reasons is, is because parents have to do for their children. When you do for someone, you love them. When you're there for someone, love this is a good concept for anyone who remembers the English language or whoever learned this, right? Yitzi, it's good. You're, you'll use this uh, in some of your papers. That love can be a noun. And I don't know if you guys remember what a noun and a verb is, right? Love could be a noun or love could be a verb. Love being a noun is, right? I don't know how to say that in Hebrew. How do you say a noun and a verb in Hebrew? Oel. And what shame etzem, I assume, is a noun, and poal is a verb. So a shame etzem means, I love. Love is, right? You take a shot of whiskey, you're going to love more. What does that have to do with love? I have no idea. What it has to do with is, is alcohol in your system. That has only to do with love. That's a noun of love. I feel love. That's a noun. <coughs> to love is a verb. Love him. Love her. Not I'm in love. I'm in love means, right, the old story of, do you like hot dogs? I love hot dogs. You don't love hot dogs. Right? I love myself. So you're not in love with the girl. You love yourself, and you love the way you feel when you're with the girl. So that's great. You don't love her. How could you possibly love her? You didn't even meet her. Right? Yeah, you fall in love with a girl. You fall in love with someone. Right? You see a girl. You see someone. Ah, I'm in love. What, what do you mean you're in love? You're not in love. You're in la-la land. I give everybody here a bracha. We didn't do this this year yet. I give everybody here a bracha. We'll start with Shlaimi. I give Shlaimi, I give you a bracha. Right? I start with everybody here. I give you a bracha that Amir Tushem, when you date the girl you're going to marry, that you will fall in love with her. Amen. Amen. Why was it such a shvachamim? Amen. Fall in love. It's the most beautiful thing to do is to fall in love. And, it's, and I should have made it that way. It's, and it's good to fall in love. It's good to fall in love. But as the statement says, you fell in love. That means you fell. You didn't do anything about it. Right? I don't mean it's a falling. I'm saying you fall in love. But that's a, the noun love. The work that loving is, is a relationship that you're building. And it takes hard work to love more. What? You climb love. 
Right? You work and you work and you work. So someone's relationship with Hashem of love is, right? I remember I made this up in my Mesil Shisharim Shir in Sharyasha, so at least it was probably 10 years ago. And I don't mean to be so cliche for those who remember this line. Um, you'll, uh, you'll, you'll appreciate it in a different uh, statement. I made this with, with love, which is don't ask right, what Hashem could do for you, but ask what I can do for Hashem. Everyone's always asking what Hashem can do for me. Hashem, this is what I need. Hashem, I need this. Hashem, I need this. What about what can I do for you? How could I strengthen my relationship with you? What are the things that I could do? What are the things that I could do that, and we all do that. When you get up for chakras, when Avram Yitzhak got up for chakras this morning, when anyone who's sitting in Shia right now, that's something that you're doing. Obviously, you're doing it for yourself. But the point is, you want to build a relationship with Hashem. The only way to build a relationship with anybody is to give of yourself. Is to give from yourself. That's how you build. That's why you can have a guy who's in yeshiva his whole life. You have a guy like this. A guy's in yeshiva his whole life, and he never, never built himself up. He never built a relationship with anybody. He never built, he never worked on anything. Like the stipler says, that's why it's important for a person to get married as soon as he can, to start giving, to start giving and giving and giving and giving and giving. Because that's how you come into love. Not just, oh, what can Hashem do for me? That's pillar number three is Ahava. So the three pillars, yeah, Dovi. Yes. Yeah, so we did that before. We did that before. The, the mentality before the three pillars. Yeah, good. So you asked that the other day also. You, as far as the de- so so good, Dovi. Like I told you, let's do let's just chazer. It's good to chazer over. How many years did it take you to look the way you look? Three years. We said at least five to ten hours a week. So a person has to spend five to the, It's great that we sit here for a half hour, 45 minutes. We put in Chavetz Chaim. We learn. It's nice. Delve into a dovi. Delve into it more and more and more. And you'll figure out. There's 20, this is a massive safer on steps. He gives exact steps how to get to wherever you got to get. You got to spend time and time and time. I, I can't answer it. I'll regalachas. It's complex. Can I give an example? Yeah. Exactly. For sure it is. For sure it's the same thing. For sure it's the same thing. Someone who's working out, Yisrael Stadler. What, what, what do you do? What did you? Yeah, exactly. We could just give him a clap, right? I think I'm going to answer. Yisrael Stadler, you, you're, a, you're, a, you're a trainer. An, an official trainer, you're above a trainer. Yehuda Siegfried, you're a trainer. You're a trainer. Why? Why? What, do people make a living being trainers? Yeah, they make a living being a trainer. Why? What are they doing? They're training people. That means I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to ask Yisrael Stadler, train me how to work out. So, do you have a trainer 
who's training you in Mesil Zisharim? Do you have a trainer who's training? I'm not, I'm not attacking you. I'm saying, do you have a trainer who's training you daily to say, do this, do this, no, work out this muscle, now work out that muscle, now work out your this. You don't want to be disproportionate, right? You don't want to end up being a guy who only on my right side I'm all a beast, and on my left side I'm weak. You got to have a full balance. So if that's in working out, could you imagine working out your neshama, working out ruchlius, working out your relationship with Hashem? Get a trainer. And every day, spend two, three hours, train me, train me. Train me how to be a, a, a God-fearing Jew. Train, train me how to be a, a, have yira. Train me how to go in his ways. Train me how to do a hava. Where do I start with? Do I start with this? Do I do this? Uh-huh. What am I doing today? What am I doing tomorrow? What do I do this? Have a trainer. That's what serious people do. You're serious about your workouts, aren't you? A serious guy about his workouts is going to hire Yisrael Stadler. Mm. Why? Because he's serious about it. How many people hire someone to say, right, train me how to be a good Jew? No, I'll Google that. That I'll Google. That I'll Google. How do I be a good Jew? That I'll base that on the history of my seventh grade Rebbe, and I just reached puberty three years ago, and I have this definition about Judaism. You know absolutely nothing about Judaism. You know nothing about yourself. You don't know what Jew- Judaism is. You don't know the difference between whether the Gra was born in 1700 or 1800 or 2,000 years ago. Based on Megdash, first base on Megdash, Tanaim, Amorim, and you hate Gemara. You have no idea how to spell Gemara. You have no idea how to spell Gemara, and you hate Gemara. Why? Because you had a fifth grade Rebbe who was, uh, who was an idiot. Okay. So that's where you're going to hang up your thing. So a guy goes to the gym and he sees one crazy guy who's working out and he doesn't know how to work out and he tells you to do the wrong thing. He's never going to go into the gym again? Of course not. I take it seriously. I take your life seriously. Take your Judaism seriously. Or, or don't take your Judaism seriously. That's, you can do that also. You don't have to take your Judaism seriously. You can do whatever you want. Go, go have a party elsewhere. If there's happiness there, come back and tell me because I'm looking for a party too. You can find a party, you can find someone out there that's having a better time than I'm having. I beg everybody here. If you can find someone having a better time than I'm having, please tell me, because I love having a great time. But I'm having the time of my life. I'm having a party. I'm having a great time. So working out in the gym, that takes hard work. What time do you get up every day, Dovey? 6.30 in the morning? Try. Try, 6.30 for what? To work out. That's great. What time do the tzaddikim get up in the morning? They get up that time. They get up early. Why? They got a lot of work to do. Got a lot of work to do. Speak to a Yitzi Grunwald, who you can, who you can go ahead. Speak to a Yitzi. Yitzi, Yitzi. better than I do because I, I don't really know what this means but, but Yitzi, Yitzi Grunwald has 10,000 followers on, on, on social media and it's a pri- I don't know what this means it's private which they say it's a private thing it's a private account I don't know what that means but basically what it means is if it was a public account 
they say he'd have like 100,000 followers, right? Now, I want to tell you guys something. I, I, I mean this in all my, my heart, right? I'm, I'm saying this for this reason. I, I, I think that that's beautiful. That, that doesn't impress me about Yitzhi Grunwald. What impresses me about Yitzhi Grunwald is Yitzhi Grunwald has even more followers and even more followers than he can imagine in his uh, avdus of Hashem, in his midos tovos, in his, in his life as a person. If anybody has a shidduch, I, I would, I would, you, you run to get him a shidduch, to run to get him a shidduch, because whoever he's going to marry is going to be the luckiest girl in the world to marry a guy like Yitzhi Grumel. Besides, besides the fact Besides the fact that he's good looking, that he's good looking on the outside, right? Besides the fact that he's good looking on Dovi, this is Mamish the statement. Besides the fact that he's good looking on the outside physically, that that's not what life's about, guys. That's not what life is about. Life is about who you are being an incredible person. And in order to get to that, you need a trainer. You need to look into things. You need to spend time. You need to invest. Because you'll be investing in the most important thing in your life. You'll be investing in the most important thing in your life. Especially now, Elul Rosh Hashanah, to think about this year. Those who've been here for a year, two years, three years, know, know clearly that your life is about to change. And your life is about to get crazy and crazy and crazy in a good way. And the more you tune into yourself, and the more you focus on yourself, and the more you come and we talk and you come to Ms. Yisharim and you get a notebook out and you over and over and over, you talk to a guy like Aroni Levin. You speak to a guy who sits there. I don't, I don't think there's one person who I've ever met in my life who doesn't love, not doesn't like, who doesn't like Aroni Levin. I don't think there's one person. Okay. I haven't met one person. But what does it mean? It's not, about, it's, not about, it's not about what we think it's about. It's not about what we think it's about. It's, about. it's about taking your life seriously. It's about getting in there. It's about really, really figuring out. And if you have an anxiety problem, and if you have a happiness problem, and if you have trauma that you have to deal with, and if you have problems with learning Gemara, and if you have a Taiva problem, Get yourself a trainer. Get somebody to help you. Get somebody to sit there. And it's not going to be gone. It's not going to be gone in a second. It's going to take work. It's going to take notebooks. It's going to take being uncomfortable. It's going to take being vulnerable. It's going to take taking a risk. It's going to take being uncomfortable in your own skin sometimes. But that's okay. That's what life's about. That's how you make it. That's how you become great. The great people, Rav Hutner has an incredible mimer. Maybe we'll try and get a copy of it. I'll have to get a copy of Sheva Yipol Tzadik Vikam. Rav Hutner has an incredible mimer about, and he quotes the Chavetz Chaim. He doesn't quote. He brings the Chavetz Chaim as an example that everybody looks at the Chavetz Chaim and the Tzadikim of what they are now. What they are now. But they don't look at what it took to get to where they are. So when you're struggling... You get frustrated that you're struggling because you say, oh, I wish I didn't struggle. But as Ari said yesterday, what do you mean you wish you didn't struggle? That's how you're going to become great. That's how you're going to become who you are. 
Embrace your challenges. Embrace your insecurities. Embrace your, your situation that you're in that, that, that is difficult for you. And when you do that, when you do that, you begin to live life. You begin to live the life that Hashem has given us. Hashem should help each and every one of us. We should be zochah to smash our rearview mirrors. We should be zochah to live today as the first day of the rest of our life. Not to the contradiction of if you need to speak to someone about your previous trauma or your past, do that. That's not a contradiction. Spend time do, doing that. But at the same time, live today as if it's your last day. And through that, we'll be zochah to live the life, the gift of life that Hashem has given all of us. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Thanks for not giving up on the the Moshev. Of course not. What do you think? It means a lot to me. Of course. Come on. That's an easy one.